Welcome back to this week's episode of Greyhound Time. I'm Andrew Thompson. I'll be co-hosting this week's episode with Beck and Model. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the boys' basketball team with Luke Stepanovic and Alex Fidal. So, boys, welcome on. Thank How you, you guys thank doing? you. Thanks for having us. What's up? Doing good. So, how's the season been going so far? Uh, it's been, you know, it's, it's been a tough one. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, going into the season, we had pretty high expectations, especially, you know, with Ethan, uh, you know, grinding in the off season, getting all the offers, getting a lot of attention uh, in Santana. Um, we were expecting him to have a big year, too. Uh, it's just a lot of gut punches. Um some disappointment, but you know we still have a lot of season left. So, yeah, well, I'm uh, I didn't play last year, junior year, so coming in senior year, it's been kind of weird and definitely a big adjustment I had to make. So, yeah, definitely expectations were high. We started the season off pretty strong, but recently, you know, we've been taking some losses and getting some low hits. But what do you think the main difference is from last year's team? Like Alex was on, I know Luke wasn't on it, but what do you think the main difference is from last year and this year? Um, last year we finished with a decent record. Um, I'd say two things. I'd say varsity experience mm-hmm. and an effort. Um, I feel like uh, every day that I was in practice or we played a game, like it felt like the guys in the locker room or the guys on the floor wanted to win, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they gave everything they had to win. Um, and then with experience, obviously they had guys like Soren, DeCarlos, and Eric who all had varsity experience. Yeah. Um, last year and uh, this year we have a lot of you know new guys coming in a lot of underclassmen so right. I'd say those two things and Luke do you want to talk about a little about your like high school basketball journey because I know it's been like ups and downs and yeah yeah talk about like the decision you made to leave your junior year and then come back this year what made you right. make those decisions um well you know sophomore year was it was bad you know we had a lot of talent on the team just we couldn't perform um you know we weren't really close we weren't you know together which I think is a lot of the it's kind of our motto at Clayton, you know. But I was just down on basketball. I saw me doing something else. and uh, But senior year, I definitely wanted to play basketball again and get a bit of taste of it before I graduate, and, you know, knowing that it would be my last right. chance at basketball. And do, you feel like you, and do you feel like you've made the right decision? Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, we might not be doing the best right now, but I feel like we definitely can pick it up and still got a lot of time left, so... And what was, like, going into the season, what did you hope to bring towards the Clayton basketball team? You know, I was still lacking some skill. I still am lacking a lot of skill in basketball, you know. But um, I just wanted to have a fun, amazing season and hopefully, you know, use my size and knowledge of basketball to help the team. But, Mm. yeah. And you mentioned the team chemistry aspect. And, like, what do you think the importance is that? of that within the basketball team? I think basketball having team chemistry is honestly one of the most important things. Um, Yeah, it's definitely really important, you know, communication on the court and even off the court. You know, if everyone, if you have a team that's not really together uh, mentally, then it can be definitely a mess. Right. And there have there been any efforts to like team bonding and stuff? Because I know last year, um, on the basketball team, we would go like before games, like CBW and have like pre-game dinner everything Alex you yeah um is there anything I feel this like year? it's definitely a little bit different this year I feel like yep. I feel like when we're at practice I feel like the team chemistry is better than last year but I feel like there's still some sort of like division or like our teams mm-hmm. have been divided like outside of the court um, why do you think that is I don't know I just feel like 
I mean, we get in, I mean, there's some, you know, heated moments between us. Um, I mean, they all get resolved, of course, but it's like we have, we have something really special. We just can't put it together. And, you know, I, I don't really know what it is. What do you think Coach Shulman is doing to try to put, like, build those pieces together? Um, just trying to get us to communicate more, I feel like. Get the energy up. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like this team has so much potential. I mean, yeah. you know, you you heard uh, GSV say Yeah, that. I, I, mean, I remember seeing that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, after the Ledoux game, uh, it was a really bad loss, and he, you know, someone asked about Clayton Basketball, and he said, this is, the, this is the Clayton team that has the most potential in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really frustrating when you can't, when you don't know what you can do to put that together. But we have a lot of season left, like I said earlier, and I think we'll be okay. Yeah, and looking back at the the roster from last year, there was just we talked about it earlier. There was so much senior depth, and right now, t- off the top of my head, I can only think of Luke and Ethan, who are like starting and seniors. Um, that just goes to show how much like senior leadership um, can impact the team. And do you think? Um, that's like one of a reason why you guys aren't doing as well as you think. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, I mean, I honestly, I wasn't on the team last year, so I don't know a bunch of guys. You know, this is kind of my first season playing with Alex and um, mm-hmm. a lot of other players. So, you know, I definitely haven't filled uh, filled a leadership role yet, and I don't think you know Ethan hasn't really doing. He hasn't been doing a very good job either. So that's something mm-hmm. do want to improve on. But yeah, I, I definitely saw a lot of leadership in. Uh, the seniors last year and sophomore year that we are definitely lacking right. this year. And I also like mentioned that three of you are new this year. Like uh, Chauncey had a knee problem in like an ACL or meniscus surgery last year and didn't play basketball. Terry was on JB last year and this is his first year playing varsity. Mm-hmm. And Ethan, and you obviously came, took a like hiatus. And then Ethan, like he's the only returner and knows how it's going. And we had few returners from last year to this yeah. year. So it's just hard, like, that adjustment, because when I first talked with someone after freshman year, he's saying, like, varsity is a big jump from JV, from freshman, from a lot of things, because the play style's so fast and the kids are so much bigger. So, like, you kind of have to adopt a new way of playing basketball, and I think it's hard for underclassmen like, going into that varsity role to adopt that. Yeah, I think it, there's just a lot of pressure, yeah, like, to mm-hmm. perform, especially when you're underclassmen. In you know in a varsity role, um, like and you feel that pressure right when you step on the court for the first time. And we talk about like we win games by scoring points and not letting the other team score as many as you, right? So like, how are we getting those points? Like that pressure and you have to perform is more about scoring points. I feel in basketball rather it is than other stats. So like, who do you think is stepping up and trying to score those points? Because it's like scoring, I feel, is in a mentality. Like Ethan has shown in the past couple of years that scoring, like he's capable of it and he can do it. Like, who do you think those other people are? I mean, I would say Alex is one of them. You know, we've, he's had amazing games this season. Um, Ethan is too, and Terry's definitely filled that role. I'm still getting used to the court um, and the varsity, the varsity uh, kind of play style. But, you know, I, yeah, yeah, that's definitely what I would say. No, yeah. Um, I mean, I'd say especially, you know, from last year, um, you know, averaging three and being more of a pass-first point guard. Right. Um, definitely try to get more shots up. Uh, especially as I step into, uh, I think, a much bigger role from this year than last year. Um, yeah. Because I didn't really need to score last year. I mean, we had, what, Ethan averaging 15, Eric averaging 10, DeCarlos averaging 12, Soren averaging, like, 8. 
and Santana yeah, averaging yeah, like seven. Yeah, we had like four, four guys scores. in double digits. And you kind of have um, to know your role on the team. Like if you right. have four scorers on the court, you probably don't need a score right, as yeah. much, and you have to like fill your role. And do you think there people have developed into certain roles on the team? Or are we still kind of figuring that out? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we've tried to figure that out. I think, but I, it's definitely not a finished a finished mm-hmm. uh, you know job. I think we still need to you know figure out who we are and you know how we want to play and yeah. Like going back into the sorry, going back to the starting lineup. Like, what did you imagine it being at the start of the year, and what it is now? Like who yeah. would start? Uh, so. With Stepo coming back, so we played we played a couple games over the summer. Um, with Santana transferring transferring back here, yep. I thought it would be uh, me, Santana, Stepo, Eli, and Ethan. Yeah, that's what I thought. With you going down with your you know yep. ACL, like at the start of the season, mm-hmm. that's what I would would have said. And then what is it right at this moment? Uh, I believe it's me, Adam, Terry, Ethan, and Stepo. And do you want to talk a little bit about injuries? Because this whole season has been just a mess with Ethan being injured for a little bit. Was Eli, Eli's been in and out. Luke rolled his ankle at the start of the season. Bennett broke his finger. It's like, I think every game, the starting lineup has been different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I got I had a bad start to the season. In the first jamboree, I you know had a bad ankle injury, put me out three, four weeks, and then... Following that, you've had the Faust brothers both get injured for a week or two. Or, and, you know, it's, it's been a struggle. It's definitely been a struggle because, you know, it's new. It's a new game every week. So, um, but, yeah, we're, we've overcome those injuries since then, and we have our full team uh, without – except Bennett. But, uh, yeah. And you want to talk a little bit about Santana because I know there was, like, a big conflict because he's one of our star players, you could say. Because you just want to tell the Santana story. Yeah, him, no. So, yeah, you know, after last year, um, I mean, I didn't really think there was too much commotion. Like, last year around, like, March, April, like, right after the season. Then, you know, we heard over the summer that he was, you know, talking to his dad about transferring. Um, so, yeah, that happened. He went to Cardinal Ritter. Um, I don't know too much of his own, you know, personal details. So well, What happened with that basketball team, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I don't know, but he transferred back, like, around after first quarter, um, you know, struggling with eligibility uh, with Misha and all the, you know, their weird transfer rules. Um, it just sucked, man, because I think we all expected a big year out of him. I mean, besides Ethan, he's for sure, our, you know, our second best scorer, best scorer, you know, whatever, so. And is he coming back tomorrow night? Yeah, tonight, or tomorrow night will be his, his, his what, opening night. What do you, what do you expect return? from uh, yeah. Santana? I expect a lot of energy. He he wants to, you know, play for this team. He wants to come back, um, and I think that's going to bring the team morale up a lot. 100%. And I really do want to give props to Santana for this because, like, he came back right after what was it, the start of second quarter. Yeah. And then right away we're like, oh, he's going to be on varsity. But then he played on JV for a couple months, and like most players would be like, oh man, I'm not going to do that. Like that sucks. Like I'm just going to quit. But he like played through it and like really showed his energy because you know he like really desired wanting to get back on varsity and get to the next level so I just really commend him for doing that which was like super yeah. awesome to see because you'd hear like all these JV players like oh what are we going to do without Santana because he like really developed the role on that team 100% yeah and so what do you think more about like the coaching staff and what Coach Schoenman and Solon Trout have been doing to prepare us for these competitions um, I mean I think you know they've been doing their best um, 
I don't want to put anything on them. I feel like I feel like what we have is good, and what they're doing with us is good. I think we just need to put it all together, give more effort. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's you know rumors about you know a change in coaching staff next year. You know, with with uh, Coach Soman, you know, possibly becoming you know a long-term assistant principal, but. You know, we're just focused on this year, finishing out this year with, you know, the team that we have. So. And if he does go to assistant principal, what would that mean for the basketball team? Well, um, def- it'd mean a new coach, most likely. I don't think yeah. you can uh, mm-hmm. mix the two. Um, right. You know, that's a big job uh, that he would have to fill. And so we'd probably see a new head coach position, uh, either that Solentrop or, you know, maybe uh, Ahern coming up as coach. But, yeah. Yeah. And what game plan is Coach Shoneman drawing up for Rockwood Summit tomorrow night? Uh, I mean, just try to do what we do. Play fast, um, hustle, play with energy. Um, yeah, I mean, do those things, and we should come out with a win. And describe, as a coach, Coach Shoneman, um, describe his practices. Are they high intense, more skill work, or is it just like a normal normal well, practice? We, we get down the court a lot. You know, we play back and forth a lot, a lot. And usually we see a lot of competition, you know, a lot of uh, smack talking between <laughs> the two different teams. But, you know, they're, they're fun. They're, they're good practices. We work hard. Um, and, you know, we push our skill set and ourselves, our, our mental um, state. So. Yeah, I mean, to add on to that, yeah, su- super competitive, which I think is what we need because – at the end of the day, like whether you you know you're talking trash to someone, you're going back and forth. It's just basketball. It's mm-hmm. it's good competitive nature. It's um, only going to make you guys better as a team yeah, too. Course, just getting better in practice every single day. What I found interesting, like when I played a little bit last year, and then like just watching practices this year, is like the different drills we do. Because I've never really done like in other sports like defensive drills, like strictly defensive drills, where right. you just without the ball, like you're just moving side to side in so much positioning within basketball, do you want to kind of describe some of those drills and what they, like, help you with? Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we do one drill called shell, um, and, you know, it, it's a defensive <laughs> drill uh, where everyone has to be in the right position. I mean, if one person is not, it throws off everything. Yeah. And then, you know, someone's going to get a wide open basket. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just it's the little details that, you know, make up our game plan, make up our defense. Yeah, well, defense is probably the worst part of practice. I think a lot, <laughs> of, the, a lot of the team can agree on that. But, you know, it's definitely necessary, especially for our team, uh, to, for sure. to really work hard at and perform at. So, you know, defense, we, it, get, it, it gets a little messy. So, yeah. Yeah, and a big part of defense is also communication, you know, being loud, being energetic, making them feel like there's more than five guys guarding you. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you say that's yeah. one of, like, the biggest things we need to work on as a team? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's just the it's just the intensity. It's the it's the intensity, the energy, and the effort. I feel like mm-hmm. is that was what we're missing right now. And how do you think we will solve that issue? Um, I mean, I feel like that's something that us individually, you know, have to figure out within ourselves. Like, do we really want to do this? Do we really want to win? Do we really want to go out there right. and give it our you know our best effort? And the guys that will will always end up doing that at the end of the day. And the guys that won't, you know. So. so, you know, you talked about point scoring and Ethan Faust averaging, I think, 19.8 points per game. Did both of you guys expect that from him this year, like a big season out of him? Yeah, 100%. You know, Ethan, he had a crazy, crazy summer season with pulling in a couple offers. And so I did expect a lot from Ethan, you know, being a lot taller than last <laughs> time I played with him and uh, a lot better of a player, a lot better of a shooter, mm-hmm. um, better attacking the rim. And, yeah, I definitely expected a lot out of him, and he's been performing. Talk about the growth um, from his 
uh, sophomore season because that's when you played with him. Uh-huh. The senior, how like what aspects of his game have gotten better? I mean everything. You know everything from shooting to dribbling to um, you know slashing, so attacking <laughs> the rims. Uh, he he's just become a, a whole lot better of a player. He's also become a lot taller, four good four inches taller, <laughs> which has helped him a lot. And he's he's definitely his energy's up, and he he can just score better. Definitely. definitely. No, yeah. One one part of his game that he worked on a lot was his post game. I yeah. feel like I mean, his sophomore year obviously, you know, I was on freshman, you know, just chilling. But watching you guys, um <laughs> he was he was, like he was on the perimeter. Yeah. Skinny on the perimeter the whole time. Just and shooting that ball. Yeah, he was he was shooting it. Um you know, he got in the weight room, got stronger and you know, he's a big post presence for us now. Yeah. And I also like to mention that like some of these games this year, the other teams pretty much game plan against him Around to make sure he can't score. And like there's many pictures of like everyone's just seen people just double teaming him and he's like this is not fair like I can't right. score and how do you think well like I'm assuming that it will continue this gonna be double it'll get team. harder especially yeah going into playoffs yeah, yeah. for him yeah. to score so do you think other people will be able to step up and fill those shoes yeah I mean I mean you know Ethan is a, an amazing player right yeah but he's I mean he's not the whole team I mean we have we have right. Eli Eli's he's a, a averaging Eli's a player. great he's scorer. averaging like eight points per yeah, game yeah Eli Eli's doing really well um I try to get shots up when I can uh we got to keep throwing it in a steepo yeah again you know paint touches I mean I think we'll be fine I think we have the talent to yeah. score. and what do you think about like those upcoming talents who are those people and what do you think they'll bring to Clayton well, you know, Matthew Hurst just came up from JV, mm-hmm. who is a freshman too. Yeah, which freshman, in which I see a lot of, lot, a lot of potential him at the point guard position, uh, as well as Adam Turner. You know, never played with him, but he is a quick guy. He, you know, is, very he fast. is very fast. Very fast. And then Good Eli, uh, Eli too. He's a great scorer. He knows fundamental basketball, He's and very, yeah. excited to see these three definitely jump up and get better. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely had huge uh, contributions from, you know, the underclassmen. Like, Adam and, and Eli both start. They're both, you know, sophomores. Yeah, they've worked their way up. Yeah. So, Alex, this will be your team next year. You'll be the senior. Um, what do you expect next year, especially with those three guys we just talked about um, coming I, up and developing? Yeah, I mean, I just expect more growth. I mean, Eli is going to have a great year playing with his uh, AU team. You know, I'm going to be I'm gonna be working in the gym, you know, trying to get shots up every day. Uh, yes, sir. But, yeah, I mean, and Santana, you know. If he doesn't change, if, if he doesn't, yeah, <laughs> uh, hopefully, yeah, I would, I would love for him to stay. Um, you know, if he stays, we're looking at a, looking at a good, fast, talented team next year. A lot of talent next year. Um, yeah. We may be lacking in size, you know, with mm-hmm. Stepo and Ethan gone. Some big losses, but and Terry, yeah, and Terry, mm-hmm. some big losses, but you know. We might have to switch it up, play small ball. You know, put me at the five. You, know, <laughs> you never know. So going in, so playoffs are getting, you know, somewhat close. Has Coach Sodeman addressed any goals for the team going into playoffs? I mean, not specifically, but I think he's definitely been telling us to really, really work hard and analyze the game and analyze our game um, specifically. Um, but, you know, the energy definitely is going to have to be very, very high mm-hmm. in playoffs because we are going to be seeing a lot of good competition. And you want to name off some of those good teams that you guys will be seeing? Um, we'll be seeing teams like DeSmet, who have, you know, very fundamentally sound. They have great coaching, and their program has been good for a very, very long time. Um, and, you know, other teams around, I mean, I don't know specifically who we play. but Yeah, I mean, we have, I mean, but it, I mean, even if you look at our district, we have very winnable, winnable, you know, games. I mean, obviously, right, the top two, for sure, in our district are Ledoux and, and you know, DeSmet. Yeah. But, you know, we have teams like, you know, Riverview Gardens, uh, Parkway North, who we've already beaten. Hazelwood. Uh, yeah, Hazelwood East. Like, 
you know, I think if we, you know, put it together, I think we can make some noise in, in districts. 100%. Yeah. So, Alex, you've been averaging 7.1 points per game. Do you feel like you should be doing better? Like, going into the season, did you have higher expectations? Or knowing yourself, are you more of, like, a facilitator? You like to pass the ball around? or? Um, yeah, so I feel, like, I feel like I'm at a pretty good spot. Um, you know, I feel like... I, I'm pretty good at analyzing the game. I know if I have to shoot more, mm-hmm. get more shots up, score more, or, you know, facilitate, get some other guys some looks, you know, if they're hitting or, you know, people are eating in the post. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty content. I mean, you know, I feel like I, I'm, for the most part, I'm, I'm pass first. For, you know, the first two months of the season, I was top 15 in St. Louis in assists, averaging about four a game. Really? Um, yeah, so. it's gone to like <laughs> okay. It's like it's like three now, so I'm probably not up there. But <laughs> yeah, um, you know, if I need to, I'll step it up. Um, I've had a couple games where I've had like you know 15, 18, you know, around there. So yeah. I mean, Alex, I've seen some crazy moves by you recently. You know, you the wizard had a couple ankle breakers uh, like <laughs> early in the season, and even last night I saw he showed me a little spin move. Yeah, a little dribble spin oh. move, which you know is it, <laughs> hype. You know, yeah. I, I, it, it's awesome. Good seeing you play out there. And Luke, I think we've addressed like your future with college basketball. Is that not an option? Nah, not at all. Not not and not not really one of my biggest interests. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And what about you, Alex? Uh yeah, I don't I don't think it's for me. I mean, you know, I wasn't blessed with uh, you know, hiring. <laughs> um but also, I mean, it's it's not really something, you know, that I I want to do. Mm-hmm. Gen- you know, genuinely. Like I love basketball, right? And I love playing high school basketball, but I think I don't know if I love it enough to, you know, put, you know, myself through that much work to be able to play th- to the next level. Yeah. Um but you know, I'm going to work hard, finish out this season, keep mm-hmm. grinding, hopefully have a great senior year too. And Beckon, do you think you'll be playing next year? I sure hope so. I tend to just get injured every year. It's like, <laughs> I don't even know. Freshman year on JV, I like got a couple injuries, small ones, but then I kept playing. But then last year, was it your my hip? hamstring. Oh, a hamstring. And yeah. last year was a hamstring, so I was out. I played nine games, and that was pretty bad. And this year, the ACL, of course. So we'll see what if I get injured next. But hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. I can finish it out. Yeah. And what's it like playing in Stuber on those Friday nights, especially against um, what game was that? Um, I want to say Fra- was that Francis Ford Zoo? No, it was, was, are we talking about the first one? Parkway, Parkway North. North? Parkway oh North. yeah, Parkway North. It was. What was it like playing in front of that packed gym and, and Stuber? I mean, it was amazing. You know, sophomore year it was COVID and mm-hmm. we didn't have that. You right. know, I didn't I didn't play a single game with fans. Yeah, I was gonna say that was like your was probably your, what your first home opener. With, yeah, with fans. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like coming from the Ladue game, which was insane you know yeah. running on the court and getting booed <laughs> booed out the gym which was it was yeah. it was a good feeling it felt amazing to be on the court and especially the home games they're they're electric you know our fans are great they're great people and they make games a lot more fun they make some noise yeah no yeah i mean it, it, it's definitely fun i mean it, it, like if you stay i mean it, it sometimes it's hard you know you want to play to the crowd right like get an ankle breaker you might just want to chuck up a shot but like <laughs> when you stay composed like it's great yeah. i mean you have a good crowd supporting you. You know the energy's up. Yeah, it's it's always great. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you mentioned you know when people hear the crowds, they kind of let their ego get to them. Right. How do you guys lock in? Because you have to stick to your game plan. It's tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I feel like me and you know me and Stepo do a great job mm-hmm. of calming our teammates down. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I feel like it. I feel like it's us two trying to get people, you know, to lock in and 
you know, play our game. That's like a big thing, right? Yeah. Like if we play our game, there's no reason why we shouldn't win. You know. Mm-hmm. I also feel like just last year, a little bit of playing, and I noticed feel like I see other people do this. Like when you're in middle, like the middle of a game, you kind of get tunnel vision just to focus on the game. You don't mm-hmm. really like look into the stands and like glance over, or, like talk yeah. to people. Like you're just hyper fixated on the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. You have to like turn that, flip that switch, and then. Hundred percent you know, for sure. Yeah, especially in the court, you know, mm-hmm. you're focused on the one thing you're here to do. Right. And kind of to wrap it up, what do you think your best memory from Clayton basketball is? I'll let you start with that, Steve. Ooh, ooh. I would go back to JV freshman year. Um, I had a game uh, tying uh, goal or bucket against Burroughs uh, off a chuck, a baseball pass down the court, caught it, laid it up, sent it <laughs> to overtime, and we uh, ended up winning that game in overtime, which was an amazing feeling, and that JV crew my freshman year were yeah. full of amazing players and amazing guys that these friendships will last forever, and it was definitely my greatest memory. Um, I mean, I'd say I have a couple. So freshman year, I'd say when I got moved up to JV for the last the last <laughs> month. Uh, you know, I've, obviously I love playing with the freshman guys. I've been playing with them, obviously, since, you know, I was little. But yes, yeah, yeah. middle school. But um, I think just getting moved up to JV gave me another level of confidence that was like, hey, like, these coaches are seeing what I'm doing and I'm making progress. And then last year, probably probably senior night last year. Um, Not the Ledoux game? Nah, the Ledoux game was stressful, man. No, yeah, I, I hated uh, that. That was, that was <laughs> Yeah, so how, you was know, was that stressful? Because, you know, for the fans, that was, that was a blast, but I can't imagine, like, because <laughs> yeah, that game, you know, you guys were winning the tornado drill. Ledoux rallies back, and then you guys end up. It was up. ridiculous. Yeah. It, it felt like no one wanted to see us win. Like, it was... You know, we sold the lead and the tornado, and then, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, that game was super stressful. Uh, but once, you know, obviously being like a you know a, a underclassman playing in that game, uh, seeing the crowd made me a little nervous during warm-ups. But, you know, once I subbed in, I locked in, mm-hmm. you know. And it was just, yeah, you know, the rest of the game, you know. <laughs> Ethan, you know, buzzer beaters and all. But, oh, yeah, yeah, I'd say my favorite memory last year was for sure senior night is just you know, honoring guys like Soren, the Carlos, Eric, seeing how much work they put in, and you know the great fans there with all the signs, <laughs> yeah, and all the the heads and stuff. Yeah, it it was fun. It was fun. Well, guys, thanks for coming on today. Um, big game tomorrow night against Rockwood yes, Summit. Yes, sir. Um, this episode should be posted tomorrow. Um, yeah, make sure to tune in to this podcast and follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Greyhound Time. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Luke. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys for having us.